The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Extra 1063 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 1063 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Their sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos, and we appreciate you tuning in. We're here every Saturday morning at 9, right here on Extra 106.3 FM and also 1230 AM, giving you the best businesses in Metro Atlanta. They're going to help you to make a good consumer decision, save money, and not get ripped off. And this week is no exception. We're proud to have with us one of the finest companies here in Georgia on a topic that is um, probably going to be quite informative to a lot of you because there's a lot of mysteries behind this topic, and we're talking about septic tanks. People don't always understand them if they don't have them. If they have them, they they always want to know how to take care of them and keep them healthy. So we thought we'd bring uh, one of the best in here to talk about it, George Yerndon of Southern Septic. George, welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Good morning, Jim, and thanks for having me. I really appreciate you guys bringing me down here and let me talk to you a little bit about septic. You know? Well, well, we're we're glad you. We know you're busy. We appreciate you taking the time because, folks, these companies are not paid to come on here. They come and take their own time to try to help you and make sure you get steered in the right direction. So, first of all, if you could, for our audience, could you give us a short bio on yourself personally and maybe how Southern Septic came into being? Absolutely, Jim. So I'm from uh, originally from upstate New York, a small town called Cooperstown, and uh, grew up on a dairy farm up there. And as a, a side business, they did septic tanks and installations. So as a very young boy, I was around septic and didn't realize later on in life how important it would become to take that knowledge I learned then <laughs> right. and put it into play. But uh, I moved down south uh, many years later, and uh, I just kind of stumbled into a, a septic job down here. And it was with one of the bigger companies, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a customer service kind of guy. Right. So some of the practices that they had going on, I didn't really agree with, you know. Um, so several years later, I decided to take the plunge, and, uh, you know, I just I started Southern Septic. It was a way to give the customers the service that they really deserve, you know, because most people just want what they pay for. Right, So sure. I wanted to make sure that that happened, and, you know, with the other companies, once a customer was done with the service, the customer was done with me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's that's not good for me because I like to keep that constant uh, rapport with them. So uh, I started Southern Septic, and it's a, it's a hospitality company uh, just because, uh, uh, you know, we want to take care of our customers. And I do love my customers, man, I tell you, because not only do they put food on my table, but um, I'm one of those guys that – truly still care. You know, I really care about taking care of our customers. Well, you know, it's a common story where uh, people get into working for a company, they get in a certain field, and they see once they get in there, they see a, they see a need. They see, they see a void, and they say, boy, this, this is an opportunity to fill this void, and that's how they go out, just like you. So, And when did, what, what year did you start Southern Septic? So Southern Septic uh, came into uh, – fruition in 2021 okay uh in august and we've been going strong since i had a, a lot of support from um my old customers that had 
right. found me on Facebook or whenever someone promote my business and you know a lot of word of mouth and then you know the marketing kind of grew and now we are extremely busy um, which is very well for, for fantastic. me fantastic well you know uh, those folks that are in urban areas and that are on sewer they they might have the perception that septic tanks are something from the past or there's not that many around, but you, there's a lot of septic tanks in the state of Georgia, right? How many, uh, what, what would you, it's it's not a rarity. It's not something from the past or antiquity, right? It's a reality. It's a necessity. It is a reality, Jim. And the thing is, uh, there's approximately 7 million septic tanks in the state of Georgia. Oh, my goodness. Right? And, they're, and they're adding them every day. The idea with People say, well, can I just get on sewer? You can't really just get on sewer. You have to have a processing plant somewhere, a water treatment plant somewhere. Right. And uh, in order for that to happen, you know, that's, that's a big expense for whatever the county it is or whatever government is uh, taking over it. But uh, septic tanks are pretty much everywhere. I mean, uh, any place you go out in the country, it's going to be septic. Any place where there's no water treatment facility, it's going to be septic. And, and it's, a, it's a better way to process the uh, effluent water. Okay, well, that was my next question. Why are there so many septic tanks, and are, and are they that efficient? Septic tanks are very efficient. Um, you figure when you're doing a, a, a sewer, when, you have, when you're on sewer, you're getting that water bill every month. They take half of that water bill, and that is your sewer bill. With septic, you pump your tank every three to five years, depending on how many people live in the home, and it's $450 for 1000 550 for 1500 mm-hmm. That's your yearly cost of your septic tank. Three years or five-year cost of your septic tank. If maintained properly, there's septic systems in the ground right now, still from 1950, that are functioning as designed. Is that right? Wow. Well, that was you know, that's interesting. Yeah, that was you know the longevity of of what's the what's the 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 life of a septic tank once it's put in. So the idea is that it's designed to last about 20 years. Mm-hmm. So when a house is built, they have their primary septic system design, and then they have a secondary. So if the first one fails, then they have another spot to put a drain field because obviously you have to have some place to, to leach it out. Um, but uh, if you maintain your septic tank properly and you get it pumped out regularly, it can go a lot longer for right. sure. Now, over the years, has the, the design or the technology of septic tanks changed or is it basically pretty much the same? So, I mean, when we talk back about when septic tanks originated to the current day, there it's come by leaps and bounds. Uh, there's actually some newer stuff that have just come out in the past couple of years that uh, when you have a house, you, you base it off the number of bedrooms, okay? So if you have a small plot of land and you have one bigger house and you just kind of fill that lot, you have to, you know, you got to have the land to do it. But now they have a system, it's called an Elgin system, where you can have a small piece of property, uh, a number of bedrooms, and mm-hmm. still have your septic system put in. So it's a... Well, I know our sponsor, Dan Watkins, who has all Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors, and he sponsors the All Four Seasons Home Show. He purchased uh, quite a few acres up in North Georgia, kind of up on a on a hill, a mountain, and, and he's going to have to have a septic tank put in. And I'm sure a lot of people are, are having these lake houses built or they're going out to rural Georgia, you know, trying to get away from all the civilization, and that's got to be a great market for you, right? It is indeed, and I, I tell you um, – when they start to get desolate and the terrain gets rough, it gets rough. But Southern Septic can handle any job. I mean, it doesn't matter the type of system. We're, we're certified, we're licensed, we're insured, and we're darn good at what we do. Well, I would imagine with knowing the terrain here and the soil and all that, the hard clay and running into rock a lot, 
there's no telling what you're going to run into when you're going to install a, a new septic tank right in a piece of property. Oh, How do you God. deal with that? Well, <laughs> you open Pandora's box is what you do. Yeah, yeah. So you, you just get started. And traditionally, um, well, not traditionally, but every time you put a septic tank in, you have to have a soil test. So that'll kind of give us an idea, but they don't do it everywhere, so they, we can't tell how much rock there actually is. Right. We can test the soils and say, hey, it might be a little rocky, but when you start digging and put that bucket in the ground, that's when you really find out. Yeah. Um, there's been times when you have to dynamite it out. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So it's you take care of that, too? I don't take care of that personally. Unfortunately, right. I would like to yeah. get some explosives going on, but uh, yeah. no, you have to call in a special team that come I in see. there and, and take care of that. I see. Well, it sounds like uh, you never know what you're going to get into right until you get into it. You have no idea, Jim. I'm telling you, some of the stuff you see, yeah. is, it's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell me, uh, what are all the services that Southern Septic provides? I don't, I don't want to assume that I know. So we offer a, a variety of different services. Uh, obviously, we do tank pumping. We do drain field maintenance. We do drain field repairs. We do installations. We offer hydro jetting. We do commercial, residential. We install lift pumps. We install lift stations. Uh, I mean... Drain and when you talk station. about lift pumps and lift stations, for those of us who probably don't know exactly what they are, t- t- tell the uh, audience, explain to what that, what that means, what they are. So if you live in a place where your drain field cannot be gravity fed, which means it's level, it comes out of the tank and goes right to the drain field, you have to have it pumped up to a spot where it can drain off. So you have a separate tank that houses a mm-hmm. pump and what they call a float switch. And a force main and then a distribution box, and that takes it all the way up to the train field. Then it can gravity feed into it. Uh, a lift station is when you have a, an apartment complex or something in, like, say, downtown Atlanta. Everything will drain into this one spot, right? and then it's pumped from that location into the city sewer. So, I see. Yeah, and there's a lot of different lift stations as well. There's high pressure, there's low pressure, there's grinders. I mean, it's... And, and you take care of all that depending on the... Yes, what the execution requires. Yes, sir. We take care of everything. Now, uh, people assume that in an urban area like the city of Atlanta or, or where it's really developed, um, the suburbs, the developed suburbs and that, that there are no septic tanks. There are no needs for septic tank. Is that a false perception? It, it is a false perception. Uh, even take Buckhead, for example. There's a lot of septics in there. No kidding. Oh, absolutely. I mean, now, you would think that th- that being the city, that yeah. there would be sewer. Yeah. There is sewer probably right next door to them. It's funny how sewer runs. There's people that are, you know, that oh, I want to get on sewer. My neighbor's on sewer. But there's no way for them to get on sewer, and they're right next door. So it's, it's really weird how it, it all works out. But unfortunately, that's the game, you know. So the, the, the potential for your, your business is, is wide open. There's no real restrictions. No, you don't sir. have to be out in the country or rural area for, for a septic tank. No, you can be anywhere. And uh, even if you're not on septic and you are on sewer, sewer has its own issues as well. I mean, people that uh, are on sewer, they, they don't care what they put down the drain. You know, right. well, I'm not on septic. I can do whatever I want. Right. And to a degree, yeah, you can. But, I mean, to a degree, you're gonna, <laughs> eventually you're going to have an issue. So we, we do hydro jetting, we do a sewer line replacement, we do sewer line installs, so we just well, whatever I'm, it takes. Well, I'm out in East Cobb, and I'm on the sewer, and I had a problem, and some roots actually got in the sewer pipe, I guess. And uh, so they had to hydro jet it. Thank God yeah. they were able to you know take care of that, and that'll solve the problem for a few years without digging it up and putting new pipe in it all. That is correct, and uh, we offer that as service as well. Yeah, yeah. 
But anyway, for you folks that are just joining here, uh, joining us here on the All Four Seasons Home Show, you're listening to George Yurndon of Southern Septic. With giving us tips and advice on on septic tanks, giving us quite an education, and and it is quite an education. It's a, a, you know a lot of the perceptions we have about septic tanks are not accurate at all. So we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this. Don't go away. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. This sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearcus, and we appreciate you tuning in every Saturday morning here on Extra 106.3 FM, the home of Fox News Radio and Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. Uh, don't forget to download the Extra 106.3 FM app where you can stream anytime, anywhere. You don't have to be next to a radio. You just go right on your smartphone and you can listen to Extra 106.3 FM. And I hope you listen to the All Four Seasons Home Show every Saturday morning at 9. So anyway, if you're just joining us and wondering what's going on uh, on the show today, we've got Mr. George Yurndon of Southern Septic. And the information that we're getting about septic tanks uh, is is quite uh, eye-opening. You know, the perceptions I think that most of us have is way off off track. And, uh, George, welcome back. And I was just curious, what takes place during a septic tank pumping when you go out and service, I, I, you know, I guess a pump or repair? Kind of tell us what, what how that goes about, how long it takes, what the process is. Absolutely, Jim. So a lot of people think that... Uh, I don't know what they think, but we show up and we got all this equipment with us and it kind of freaks people out. So let's, let's tell them what we do. So we'll first we'll book the appointment. We'll give them a call 45 minutes before we get there. Once we get there, we'll meet and greet. And then we take our probe rod, which is not a high tech utensil at all. We'll go out and we'll find the septic tank. Uh, every tank, unless it has risers has to be dug up. So it's gotta be excavated. So the newer tanks, um, they've only got Two openings in it, one in the front, one in the rear. So it's a small incision, about an 18-inch hole in the ground. Uh, for the older systems, though, it's a pretty big hole in the ground. So uh, they got to be prepared for that. It's a four-foot by three-and-a-half-foot opening that we have to get into. Mm-hmm. So um, once we dig it out, we'll look at it. And obviously, they, they called us to pump it, so we'll pump it. Uh, once it's emptied, we'll do a full inspection. We'll look at the interior baffles of the tank, which prevent solids from going into the house and into the drain field. Uh, and then we'll go out, we'll probe out the drain field, make sure there's no soggy spots, make sure that there's no dry runs, which means that the uh, the water's not actually getting from the tank into the drain field. Uh, and then we'll do a, a quality check for the line coming from the house to the tank and the line going from the tank to the uh, to the drain field. So you guys just don't go out and pump it and take off. You're 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 inspecting. You're 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 letting them know what's going on. You're making sure everything's right, which is it's almost like uh, not just a pumping, but an an, an inspection. 
It is. It's just, it's just like if you take your car to the dealership. Mm-hmm. If done right, they're going to do a 27-point inspection. I don't know how many points we have, but we do right. we do a full inspection on, on every system. I'd hate to have to just pump a tank and leave and the customer have issues. You know, that's mm-hmm. not it's not fair to them. And if they don't want to do the work with us, that's absolutely fine, but I do want to educate them. And mm-hmm. every customer that I come across, I kind of explain to them why we pump a tank. And I'll tell you why we pump a tank. As the water leaves the tank, the dirtier the tank, the dirtier the water. As the water filters through the ground, it's leaving residue. All right, the more residue you leave, the slower the water drains. The slower the water drains, and you come into a failure of your drain field. Right. So right. if you pump your tank regularly, the water that leaves the tank is a, is a cleaner water, so there's less residue and there's less chance of a failure for your drain field. Now, how long does it take for this process of pumping and inspection of that at, on, the, on the average? Uh, it takes about an hour and a half total. By the time we, we show up mm-hmm. and pump it out, do the inspection, cover everything up, clean up our mess, and, and leave. Uh, now, it can run much longer if we run cross repair, mm-hmm. and uh, we take care of it, and we do everything on site. So if we show up and there's an issue, the customer wants to move forward with the repair, we'll do it right then. So there's no coming back out and scheduling it. We, gotta, we already got a hole in the ground. Let's go ahead and take care of it. Now, if people want to be proactive and they want to stay on top of their schedule and everything, how would they even know that it's time to have you come out and do the pump? I mean, how do they know or are they just... So it's like this. If if you can't remember the last time you had your tank pumped, it's time. Mm-hmm. All right. Once we get out there, we'll educate them and, and get them on a schedule. So we can put out reminders on our calendar that will send them reminders that, hey, mm-hmm. it's been three years or it's been <clears> five <throat> years. It's, it's time to pump your tank again. And the, the three to five year mark is just it's kind of like an industry standard. But once we see a tank, a tank needs to be pumped as often as it needs to be pumped. Some of the older systems might need to be t- pumped a little more frequent. Some of the newer systems may be a little less frequent. So it's kind of per system, really. I mean, but the three to five mark is uh, it's kind of just a standard do, to, for pumping. You know, uh, one thing I'd like to bring up, uh, you know, just kind of going off to a little different subject, uh, a septic tank truck and the equipment and everything is a significant investment. If you're going to be in your business, you've had to, I mean, to do things right and professional, I mean, it's... You talk a little bit it's about It's very that. costly. So not only is the equipment costly, but trying to get it so our customers can find us is costly. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want a nice setup for a nice truck, you're looking about $300,000 for a truck, a tractor, and a trailer. With a, I mean, with the, with the full setup, you're about three hundred grand into it. So, And then you add in the marketing. I mean, marketing is extremely expensive. They make it hard for us to reach our customers. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really appreciate you having us on the show because – I mean, you could be the biggest, brightest, juiciest apple, but if you're on the very top limb at the back of the tree, right. you're never going to get seen. Right. So, Right, right. And I would imagine, okay, because I've been consulting businesses for almost 40 years, okay, I, I happen to know that you're probably, you're probably taking care of your insurance man quite well, too, aren't you, oh, in your industry? Hey, let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> you just got, listen, they just audited us for um, the last year, and- with all the money that we paid in, which was a substantial amount. I'm sure. And we didn't have any claims, and they still wanted us to pay more money for last year. And I'm like, well, if we made it through the year on what we paid you, right. why do we got to pay you more? But uh, they well, don't you know, you. it's kind of interesting. My homeowner's insurance on a smaller scale, my homeowner's insurance went up about $500 a year, and I didn't have any claims. And, and, and I asked why, and the explanation was the following. 
Well, because building materials have gone up, in case your house was leveled and we had to rebuild it, it's going to cost us more than it did before. But how many houses do they have to rebuild? I mean, my house will probably never have to be rebuilt, but yet they've got oh the extra gosh. money for something they haven't even done. So, I mean, it's quite... I mean, I should have went in the insurance business. You know, <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I think about that all the time, you know. But uh, uh, maybe the big bad wolf's going to swing by your place and blow your house down. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Um, should people add anything to their septic system? You know, you see this Red X and all these things on TV and in the store and at the Home Depot. Uh, from what I from what I've kind of heard rumors, there's things that are okay to add, and there's other things that people are telling you to add that maybe you shouldn't add. That is a great question. So Ridex did a, a great job of marketing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I remember being younger and seeing the the Ridex commercials plastered right. all over the place, and now it's kind of just you know the only company that people go to, you know, and do that monthly additive. Um, do you have to add it if you just built a new home and you're just moving in? It's not a bad idea to do it for the first year, all right? Then the tank itself has its own bacteria. It's a anaerobic bacteria, and it takes care of the breaking down of the solids. If you have a house full of females, uh, you might want to add it because of the amount of toilet paper that's used, mm-hmm. or you can just pump it more frequently. Mm-hmm. Uh, things to add and not to add to your septic tank, we don't want to put grease on the sinks, okay? If you, are on a, uh, if you have a garbage disposal, you want to use it leisurely. You don't want to use it for a trash disposal where you're just putting everything down it. Right. Because right. the natural fats and oils that you find in foods cause a problem. They recoagulate in the tank. It can cause a mainline issue and blockages. So. You know, that's a great tip. I bet that a lot of people have garbage disposal that have septic and didn't even know that. Yeah. A lot of people don't know it. And a lot of people don't even know that the septic tank is not the working portion of the whole system. They just assume that, you know, well, it's, it's just full. The tank is just full. They don't know even about the leach field or the drain field, as they call it. So talk, touch, repeat that again about garbage. If they have a garbage disposal, they need to, they need to avoid what now? They need to... Yeah, they, they really need to avoid put, using it as a, as a trash disposal. If you're cooking dinner and you got some grease left over, you don't want to pour it down the sink and turn your garbage disposal on and send it out through the drain. Because as it cools, everybody knows that it, it, it resolidifies. So it causes blockages in the main line. So it, it may take some time. But you start off with a four-inch hole coming out of the, of the, the going to the tank. I mean, as time progresses, that gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and then one day, it just stops. And Jim, let me tell you, I have seen some doozies. I've seen <laughs> it. I've seen it so bad that we couldn't get the grease out of the line. I don't even know how it was working before it stopped. It's like. <laughs> How does that even keep going? Have you had had to have any extra surgery on your nostrils or anything? I mean, your industry. I'm telling you. I tell you, yesterday, (laughs) let's just talk about yesterday. So this tank hadn't been pumped in, you know, it wasn't too awful, 12 years, but I don't know what these people were eating or what putting down the drain. Oh, my goodness. We popped the lid on that bad boy, and I tell you, I got got a pretty tough stomach, but that, that, that turned it over yesterday. So, but when you got done, it's all good, working good. There's no problem. Even oh though they left it go that long, it's... There's there's no problem. I won't make sure of it. And if there is a problem, we're going to tell you about it. And if you want to take care of it, we're going to take care of it. You know, during the pumping process, is there a smell? Yeah, it, it does smell a little bit. Just because we have uh, an air that circulates through the truck as it, as it draws out the doo-doo. Right, right. You know, we have to create vacuum, so that air's got to go somewhere. So, yeah, it does put a scent in the air. But once the tank is empty... There's no, there's no smell That's anymore. That's a temporary thing, right, during the process. Yes, sir. Right. Absolutely. Right. And, and when we leave a job site, you're going to be very pleased with, with our finished work, too. So we, we rake out every job, whether you want it or not. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our customers tell us, oh, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. 
you're not going to take care of it. I'm going to take care of it. Right. Because if your neighbor goes by and they saw my truck there and it's three or four days before you get to it, you know, not only does it look bad on your part, it looks really bad on my part. Well, they're going to think that you didn't do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, how uh, how big of an area do you cover? What is your market area? So we're based out of Cumming, Georgia. Uh, we will go just about anywhere. We'll go to about 50 miles from our, our home base. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to stay local, but, again, if somebody calls me and they can't get in touch with somebody or they've used a company that was not very good for them, we'll go out there and we'll take care of them. So if somebody is like a McDonald, Fairburn, Jonesboro, Peachtree City, is that like a little out of your Peachtree area? City is a little too far. Um, mm-hmm. We do go to McDonough. We mm-hmm. go to Conyers. We go mm-hmm. to Covington. We don't try to go out there, but, again, I want to make sure people get How about good Douglasville? Out we go to Douglasville a yeah, lot. Yeah, you know, yeah. Austell. Um, yeah. We do a, we, our main focus is Sandy Springs, uh, Swanee area, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Roswell, Alfreda coming. But again, I won't tell somebody, no, I can't help you. I see. Now, how, how many, um, how many trucks do you have or employees or what is, what is the plan here for the future for Southern septic? I mean, so Southern expand or yes, yes. That's the plan. Uh, I want to leave something for my, my kids to do. You know, that, that's another reason I got into the business. I wanted to make sure that they had something they could bank on. It's a crazy world and crazy times right yes, now. Yes, it is. And I just want to make sure I do my part as a parent to give them an opportunity. Uh, whether they take it or not is totally up to them. You know, it's not forced upon them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's their form. And uh, I hope that one day my boy will uh, – take over my position and my daughter will take over my wife's position. So uh, they're very supportive. You know, dad's not around a lot of the times mm-hmm. and, uh, but they're always there when I get home with a big smile and a hug and ready to take a, take care of dad. So I, I do appreciate that. What do you see the future of uh, the septic tank industry? This the business. Do you think it's something that it's going to have longevity or are things changing? You see anything off in the not too far off future that's going to affect the industry or? There's no affecting the uh, septic industry. It's just like trash. There's that's always going to be septic, and there's and always going to be trash. Thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is a good thing, yeah. absolutely. And as people are, as more people are, are moving, they're moving out of the city and they're moving right. into the country. Well, there's still no sewer up there, so we're getting more septic tanks every day. So it's yeah. it's going to be there for as long as the earth is spinning. Well, we'll what's the long range plan for Southern Septic? I mean, how big do you want to get? I don't want to get too big because I don't want to turn into one of those companies that I can't control what I have out in the field. I want to make sure that I have a good grab, Grispa. <laughs> Sorry. I have a good grab. Oh, forget it. Good uh, grasp. Good grasp. <laughs> <That's what I laughs> got. There you go. I was caught into two <laughs> I words. I do it all the time. Thank you. Me. I appreciate that. Uh, on what's going on in the field. Uh, yeah. It's very hard for me to even turn loose of, of the control. You know, I, I want to make sure everything's done correctly. But I do want to get up, you know, my max, I want to have six trucks maximum. You know, I don't want to go in any more than that. But, uh, I, th- I think I'm sensing the insurance man smiling from ear oh, to ear. You know with he six is. Trucks. We've got uh, <laughs> we've got three right now mm-hmm. that are wide open. I'm working on a fourth, which should be up and running, uh, probably in the next week or so, hopefully. So I'll put us at four. Then and there's a maintenance on those, right? I mean, they require constant because they're working all the time. Man, those things are. I tell you what, if you're not mechanically inclined. Do not get in this business mm-hmm. because there is always something that's right. going to break down. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts. So uh, the equipment that I have is, you know, it's, it's nice equipment, but it's, it, everything breaks down. And uh, I try not to go to the repair man because he's kind of like the insurance man. Oh, yeah. He's, sure. he's got a bill as long sure. as your leg as well. So With the supply line chain problems and the, uh, the you know, the labor shortages and all that, have you had a problem getting uh, – 
finding and retaining good labor? Yeah, it's it's real tough out there, Jim. I, and I, it's it's not good to see because uh, I look for good workers and they're not just not there. People are just not reliable as they used to be. I mean, I know if I took a job with somebody and I said I'm going to be there, right. I'm going to be there. These kids will call in for oh, I, I chipped my fingernail or you know it's yeah. wow. it's tough. And and I'm willing to train my technicians. You know, it's it's paid training. You know, mm-hmm. you can't really get that anywhere else. I mean. Education costs money traditionally. Right. This is a free education. So, I mean, actually, you get paid to do it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we're actually looking for technicians right now. So, if anybody out there is listening wants to get into the septic business, uh, you know, you got to take a, take a test. You got to be certified. Yeah. And you got to have a CDL license. Maximum will be a class B. But anything other than that, if you show up with a good work ethic and you truly care about my customers, I'll, I'll so, train you. Sounds like they could have a home for a long time with your company, right? They they could, and uh, I take very good care of my employees. You know, again, I'm one of those guys. I I, I really care. You know, and it, yeah. it's hard to find. So I, you know, it's a double edged sword. But you know, I, I I I enjoy doing what I do. What are the? I know I'm kind of maybe repeating here a little bit, but I I think a lot of people out there listening may may want to get into it more. What are the symptoms of a failing septic tank or one that needs service? I mean, are there anything that they kind of uh, can notice other than a disaster with a backup that is obvious? Yes, that's a, that's a great question because I'm going to get rid of one of the myths right now that we talked about. Um, so if you have a, a smell in the house that seems to be constant that wasn't there before, it's time to get somebody out there. Mm-hmm. If you're walking out in the yard and you notice maybe some lush green patches not normal to what you've been seeing over the years, you might want to call somebody. Or maybe kind of a, kind of a damp. Yeah, wet spots in the yeah. yard. Um, and when it rains, if you start to hear gurgling in your toilets oh, or bubbling, wow. okay, it's time to call. These um, are good tips. Yeah, because a lot of people yeah. think, oh, well, it's just backed up because of the rain. That's not true. If that was the case, every septic system in the world would back up when it rains, right? Yeah, yeah. But what that is telling us is that there's an issue with the draining of the drain field. I so see. the added water, water's going to take the path of least resistance. It's going to hit those chambers in the drain field. If it's not able to pass through the ground fast enough, it's going to cause a backup. So you want to catch it in the early stages because it's more apt to be treated and repaired than it is when it's catastrophic. So Now, we have a tremendous amount of rain here. Does a lot of rain adversely affect the septic tank or not necessarily? No, it, it does. Everything that liquid affects the septic system. So if we get a big rain for maybe a week or two, a lot of people that are on septic may see some issues. You know, they, is it long term? Mostly not, but uh, they do have, it does have an adverse effect on it because obviously the, the water drains, it drains into the ground, so does the septic water. So if it's it's fighting for space, you know, it, it can't cause an so issue. So that means it would need to be pumped more often or what would be the uh, remedy for that or, or what they need to be aware of? So if it's causing an issue, if we've got a, a big, like a week of rain and it's causing an issue, give us a call, we'll get you pumped out. Mm-hmm. But traditionally, it'll take care of itself if it's just oversaturated. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not having a drain field problem, it'll take care of itself. But if you're having a drain field problem, you want to get us out there and get that taken care of. Now, does the water table affect and move that septic tank or that field or what? I mean, does that mess things up? So the water table itself, you know, you is actually a job that we went to the other day, and the guy's septic system was only three feet above the, the water table. So that causes an issue. Mm-hmm. But traditionally, once a system is in place and it's approved by uh, by the state inspectors, it's good to go. You know, you're not going to have any settling unless it's installed incorrectly. Right. And I like to tell people, anybody can put a system in the ground. 
but not everybody can do it correctly. There, there is a process that needs to be done uh, to, to have it last a long time. Some people get out there, they dig it, mm-hmm. and forget it. Now, when someone gets a septic tank put into their property, which you do many times, does it require a permit? And if it does, do you handle the permitting, or is that something the customer needs to handle? So everything other than a repair requires a permit for a drain field and a tank installation. So a new home builder, traditionally the uh, the builder will take care of all of that. They'll subcontract out to somebody like myself. Mm-hmm. We'll come out there and install it. They'll have all the permits in hand. Now, if a customer is taking care of that stuff themselves and they got a contractor they're working with and they want to find their own, yes, they can get a permit. But if they call me, we'll come out there. We'll take care of the permit. We'll find the soil scientist. We'll even design a system for them as well. So we do everything from top to bottom. Wow. Wow. That's great. Um, you know, getting into some of the parts of a uh, septic tank system that, that the audience and, and would not know, explain exactly what is meant by a leaching field. What is it and what does it do? All right. So the leaching field is actually the working portion of the whole system. So the tank is kind of like your stomach, right? Everything goes in there. It's a big digestion chamber. The idea is to have clean water leave the tank. So as the water and solids are in the tank, the solids break down, they fall to the bottom of the tank. The water layer, which is the middle layer, continuously moves. So as you're using water, a little bit of water will come in, a little bit of water will go out. Once it hits the drain field, it's absorbed by the ground absorption field, and then it's dissipated through the soil, and then goes back into the, the water table eventually. So when we talk about leaching field and drain field, that's synonymous. That's yep, the same thing. Same exact thing. Okay. Okay, great, great. And um, when we get out there to, um, I noticed you, you said something kind of surprised me I don't, I, because of my ignorance about the septic tank industry. Um, you said you have a commercial side of your business. You want to touch on that? Yeah, so um, everywhere you go, people have to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So our commercial side, we do, um, do businesses like, like the fam. If you came down and you called us and there was an issue, you had a blockage, we'd come down here and, and take care take mm-hmm. care of you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. For lift stations, com- a lot of commercial stuff is lift stations, and commercial as well as like realty companies. Um, when they're buying up 15, 20 homes and they need an inspection, we'll actually go out and inspect the system and give them a report back on what we see. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with our customers. If you're going to buy a new home or a, a used home, whatever, give us a call. We'll come out there and check the system out before you buy the home because sometimes people will move because the cost of putting a new system in is, is so outrageous right. that they'd just rather move and, uh, and not uh, address the situation. Wow. Now, what percentage of your business would you say is commercial and what percentage is re- residential? Uh, I would probably say 70, 30, 70% residential and 30% commercial. Now, we, we hear sometimes about these companies moving in the state of Georgia, maybe like Kia moving in and putting a factory in North Georgia somewhere. I would think, uh, who's handling all that? I mean, something has to be done, right? <laughs> yeah, so I would love to handle that. Is that, is that something your company could do, or do they? Yeah. is that a whole different end of the uh, nope. industry? We would take care of that as well. And, Kia, if you're listening and you want to move to North Georgia, you give me a call. Yeah. But now, the panels that you see, the, I call them panels, but the infiltrator system that is used to leach out uh, are ginormous. Mm-hmm. So traditionally, they're like 14 inches tall and about 24 inches wide. So mm-hmm. they're not that big, and they're about four feet long. The ones that you would use in a commercial application like that are like 14 foot long. Special order. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. special order. Yeah. They're, they're, they're ginormous. But that is something you could do. 
Yes, sir. Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, you know what? If you're just joining us, you're listening to George Urendon of Southern Septic here on the All Four Seasons Home Show, giving you tips and advice on your septic tank, how to keep it healthy, uh, you know, and, and don't be afraid of it. It sounds like it's a, it's a great system, and uh, a lot of people are afraid of septic tanks, but they shouldn't be. We're going to be back with George in our last segment, so don't you go away. We'll be right back after this short break. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos, and we appreciate you tuning in. And we just want to invite you to check out our podcasts out on Apple, Google, and Spotify. You can get all our topics all year long, anytime you want. And we've covered just about everything here on our show, I can tell you that. So uh, please check out our podcasts. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're here with George Yerndon of Southern Septic, and we're going to get right back into it. This is our last segment. So, George, I know that we need to be very, very um, careful what we pour into our tanks and our, our, our toilets and that kind of thing when we have a septic tank. You want to touch on that? Yeah, Jim. We, you know, we started to talk about that a little bit earlier, and I kind of got off topic, as I traditionally do. Um, but a lot of people are under the impression that you can't use cleaning products in your home, mm-hmm. uh, bleach and such, to put it down your drains. But you can. You want to use it in moderation. You don't want to go out there and dump gallons of, of bleach down your sink. But something that people don't know is that if you're taking um, salt baths, like Epsom salt baths, mm-hmm. that is really harmful to a septic system. Oh, but now, see, they would never yeah. expect that, would they? No, they would not. And the, the sodium actually crystallizes mm-hmm. the drain field. So... Uh, these uh, water tr- uh, filtration systems, if they use the reverse osmosis and they have the, the salt pellets that go in there, mm-hmm. do not let the guy that installs that run that into your septic system. Oh, wow. Because That's they regenerate. Important. Yeah, man, they regenerate quite often. So the, all that water is going into the septic system. And it's not the water itself. Again, it's that salt content that will that will get it. Well, what a great tip that is. I mean, that's uh, I, I'm sure people have no idea. No, you know? they don't. And, and a lot of people want to <laughs> say, hey, I want to dump my RV in my septic tank. Oh, boy. What they don't understand is the additives that you put inside of your RV to kill the smell is different than the bacteria that's growing in the tank. So you start dumping that stuff in there, you will kill off that bacteria. So, folks, if you have any question, if you have a septic tank and you have a question about anything, I'm sure you can call Southern Septic 
and George or his wife will answer and keep you from having any aggravation. So you don't have to have him come out very often, right, George? <laughs> That's right. And I do get a lot of phone calls from people with just standard questions. And and there's no charge for that, right? You're, you, just wanna, right. you just want to help people. I do, and I, I do it all the time, and I really enjoy it. My, my favorite thing is when I, I walk somebody through something, mm-hmm. you know, if I can't get out there, they're out of my service area, say, hey, well, let's try this first when I'm yeah. on the phone. And they're like, oh, my gosh, it worked. Like I feel like a hero. That's well, great. I do. That's it's, great. It's, it's a good feeling. Well, that's why you're build, that that that's why you're building a great company, and that's why you're here on the All Four Seasons Home Show. These are the type of uh, companies that we bring on here. But uh, we talked about a leaching field, but what's a distribution box? So a distribution box is uh, something that they used a lot back in the older days. It the line that comes from the tank on a gravity fed system would go into what they call the distribution box. The box can have up to six or even more ports on it that the lines would come off of. So it just distributes the effluent water into a line through a box. Now on a pump system, it's actually where the water is pumped from the pump tank to the distribution box and it distributes the water at that point into the drain field. Not every system has one. All right. Great. Great. Um, I want to ask you about the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, the green movement. How has that impacted your industry over the years? You know, they're, they're doing a really good job of moving forward and, and keeping our environment safe, you know. Septic is not, it, it, it is, it is not something that you want to handle without a, a license. So everything that we do, we have to be licensed. To get rid of it, uh, it's got to be at a, at a right treatment plant. You can't just take it anywhere and dump it. Uh, it can be plowed in the ground, but you've got to have special licensing, and it's got to be in special spots. Um, it's really helped our industry because not only does it keep the environment clean, but it holds people accountable. You know, so when you get those fly-by-night companies, um, the I Know Guy companies, um, it really puts a handle on those guys so they're not just out there destroying our environment. That's great. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you, you feel good about that because sometimes these government agencies can be a little overpowering and, and uh, make it hard to, for the small business person. Uh, oh, they make it hard, but you know, I, I understand why they do. Okay, now uh, we touched on this to a certain extent, but I'm going to get a little more specific. If I have a clogged drain, like my sink or my bathroom sink or my bathtub, is it okay to lose, use products like Drano if I have a septic tank? You can use Drano, but again, you don't want to go in there and buy five <laughs> bottles of Drano and then just run it down every drain. You want to make sure that you read the contents of the label and uh, use it as directed. So uh, Drano is you know, it's a pretty good product as far as getting clogs out. There's other natural ways to do it. I mean, you could go on Google and ask for natural ways to clear clogs, and there's all kinds of remedies, mostly vinegar, baking soda, and some Dawn dish liquid. You, you have a personal recommendation for those that want to keep everything natural? I, I, I you have a concoction? or I, I, I don't want to say too much because I don't want them to say, hey, it didn't work and my house backed up. But right, right, right. Vinegar, baking soda, and um, some Dawn dish liquid mixed up works pretty well and th- and when you talk about this this is not when you start having a problem this is ongoing when you don't have a problem to yes. keep it healthy right so yes that's that is correct yeah and there are actually products out there um i'm not going to plug any of them but you mm-hmm. can read up on them that you can actually put down the sink drain itself right that will help emulsify the the fats right. and oils that go right. down the drain right right great well that's good information can you plant flowers and bushes over a leach field? Is there any problem with that? No, absolutely you can. Um, you don't want to suffocate your leach field because, again, it has its own bacteria. So the septic tank itself is an anaerobic bacteria, which requires no oxygen. Mm-hmm. The drain field is actually an aerobic bacteria that requires oxygen. 
So you don't want to suffocate it by putting patios over top of it. But shrubbery, um, plants, flowers, That's they, good. they grow very well over the leach field. And what's the white pipe that looks like a candy cane? What's that for? So the white pipe that looks like a candy cane, if you see them going down the, the, the road, uh, it's actually a vent pipe for the sewer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, in a home in a residential setting, you don't see those really. The clean up outside yeah. the home yeah. is for if you have a backup right. in the house, you can relieve the valve and let it go yeah. outside and call a professional, Southern Septic, or uh, it's to access the line for hydro jetting as well. Okay. So. And if I'm if I'm selling my home, do I need a septic inspection? If the you don't have to have one, but I do recommend it. Not only for yourself, it's gonna it's gonna make the buyer feel a lot more at ease. And if you do, if you don't do it, uh, I don't know. Some of the banks are starting to require it. Yeah. So I mean, it's okay. it's just best if you're going to sell your home, give us right. a call. Right. We'll do an inspection, and we'll send you on your way. Now, if I can't afford a new septic system, what else can I do? Is there any option there? Or there are there are options. Again, we specialize in in repairs. A lot of companies they hire guys that don't really know what they're doing, so their first inclination is to, oh, you need a drain field. But there are ways to repair and save drain fields. Um, So just give us a call, and we'll we'll find out what the actual problem is and if it's resolvable for long-term solution. We're not going to talk, hey, it's going to last a week. If I repair it, it's going to last for many years. I don't do Mm -hmm. band-aids. I do fixes. And just one more time, I want you've already answered this question, but what's the number one cause of septic system-related issues that people need to make sure that they stay away from? The number one killer of septic systems is lack of maintenance and grease. So grease is hard on the drain field. Pats and oils are the main killer of a drain field. Yeah, yeah. So and lack of maintenance yeah, as well. Right. Well, I know it's been great to have you on the show here, and I, I hope you I hope you'll come back in the future. Oh, I, I would love to come back. You know, this is this is so much fun, and I really like I said I enjoy helping people, and I hope this was helpful today. Uh, and if I didn't touch on something that people wanted to hear, they can always give me a call at 404-528-4631. I'm always available. I'll answer my phone whenever. Well, I love it. Uh, and you have a special for people real quick. What, what's the I, I do. So we're going to offer, if you've mentioned the Four Seasons Home Show, we are going to offer you 25% off of repairs, and we're going to give you $50 off of a tank pumping. So Thank you, George Urendon, Southern Septic. Thanks for being here. It's great to have you here. And how do they get in contact with you again? You can call me at 404-528-4631, or you can catch our website at southernsepticcompany.com. Folks, you need to call George. He's the man. I'm telling you. Listen, thanks for tuning in. All Four Seasons Home Show every Saturday morning at 9. Don't go away. We'll be back next Saturday. Thank you for listening. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.